Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Buttercups. It's thinking, so I'm just going to keep talking as I always do. I didn't realize how matchy I was today. Here we go. Um, I'm Jessica Stong. I'm super excited to be here. Just a bit about me. I've been told that maybe I should tell you a little bit about myself. If you're finding this video from searching and trying to learn more about your emotions, I got you, boo. I'm a cognitive behavioral specialist. I work as a coach now. I help women, men, children find more joy and peace in their lives by managing their brains. I take my clients through a four-step process that I'll talk about and you'll learn more about during this conversation. I have a master's in psychology. I learned how to train rats. I learned the principles of behavioral interventions. I understand deeply how our thoughts and our emotions influence the action we take and the results we get. So I have qualifications in everything, right? Why not? Yoga, mindfulness, CBT, educational therapy, and in 2009 or 2007, should find that certificate in coaching, right? And this all, all of this work, all of this understanding led me to to start Lives of Courage. And I will talk about the, the feeling of courage and why it's so important. And so really the work I do, not only as a coach, but in my past life and in therapy is to help people understand their emotions to be willing to feel their emotions, be willing to examine all the emotions that come up with them and understand the role that they play in their lives. And I feel like the more I can use my knowledge to help others change their lives, I can change so many worlds and so many experiences. So I want to teach you today on how to get clarity on your experience or clarity around your own emotions. We know there is a great power in working with our emotions to create the life we want to lead, the life you are meant to lead. Also, I should just say, I don't know whether to look at my screen or look at myself. You guys know that this is the, the great confusion of my life. Oh, Sam. Oh my goodness, yes, another video. So it's, if it looks like I'm looking 7,000 places, it's because I don't know where to look. So I want you to know that like when we decide that we're ready to live a life of our dreams, we're ready to go to the next level, we have to be willing to feel our feelings. And you probably heard me talk before about the way I think the what seems to be coming up for people right now in the world is that no one knows how to manage their brain. No one knows how to feel their emotions and really feel their emotions and not panic around their emotions. And I think so much of what we see right now is just everybody in free fall, in fear, 
in overwhelm, but trying to do everything to avoid those emotions and those feelings. And I know there is such power in learning how to feel your emotions and understanding, maybe for the first time ever, that you can feel anything and it will not kill you, it will not harm you, it will not hurt you. That you can feel anything and survive. The worst that can happen to you is a negative emotion. And so I want you to hear this, that you are far more courageous, stronger, braver, more competent, more confident, more able than you could ever dream possible. And what we are doing is taking where you are right now in your life. And we're just, I'm just helping you see the next step. So I'm gonna help you build the bridge to get to the next step in your life. Uh, hi Lisa too. Um, and, and what that looks like for you. But I want you to hear this, that you hold the key to your own joy. You, only you. No one else can make you feel anything. No one else can make you feel emotions. It all comes from your thoughts. So when you hold the key to your own joy, you are worth the investment of time and effort and energy and resources to figure it out. You are here because you cared. We're going to go through this. I love this. For Okay, so here, I guess I should tell you how this is going to work. I'm going to teach you about your emotions, about what comes up when you feel emotions. I want you to start exploring your habitual patterns. I want you to start understanding. We think that we just have to immediately change. But what is most important is to understand what's happening now, what you're feeling now, where you're at now. So many times people walk around and take their unprocessed emotions with them to the next problem, the next circumstance. And they're never really dealing with the emotions at the heart of, of their experience in this world. And so they're never able to fully grow and fully become who they are because they, they carry around these emotions and they think they're very good. How many of us, right here, I mean, me, I think I'm really good at stuffing emotions down or hiding from, their, from my emotions. And I want you to really recognize and understand what your brain does in those moments. So we're gonna get to that, promise. I'm just, we're just gonna walk through what your brain does what your brain's going to do. So you can be aware that it's gonna happen for you. It's gonna come up. And I want to give you some relief in this moment to take the edge off. If you're feeling all the feelings, how to feel it all, right? If you're feeling all the feelings and you've done everything to not feel those, but they're still coming up, I wanna teach you how to feel them. And then what I teach my clients and what I wanna teach you today is I want you to walk away with like what you can do to alleviate the, the hard emotions that you want to avoid and ways you can learn to not hide. I also talk about um, emotions on my podcast. <laughs> Sam, who is not the queen of compartmentalizing? And I will say this, it is helpful helpful and healthy to compartmentalize at times. 
but I also wanna teach everybody how to feel their feelings, like feel them, and then move on. So let's get, to, I'm so excited I have all these things. And you guys know I'm often unscripted. So trying to stay focused and trying to stay on task. So I want you to hear this, okay? Everything we do, everything, every action we take, every behavior we have is motivated, is driven by our emotions. And we know our thoughts create our emotions. So we're gonna look at this process today. We know emotions are powerful. They drive us to action. They drive us to inaction. They drive us over into overwhelm, into, into all the feelings. Our emotions influence us in deep and meaningful ways. It's amazing what our emotions do. And when we understand that, we can change. That we can leverage what we feel now and name what we feel now to tame it. That we can make the changes we want in our lives and in ourselves. We can do that. We grow in life. Nothing stays the same, but every time these events happen and we don't know how to feel or how to react or how to be. I think about our current pandemic, right? Like we were shoved into all the feelings. And you saw in the beginning, people were drinking more and shopping more and eating more as a way of dealing with their deep feelings that they probably had tried to avoid by being busy for so long. And in the middle of a pandemic, you don't get to avoid those. They're right there. I guess you could eat them, eat your feelings, drink your feelings. And what is what happens, what growth do we have when we don't operate because of we're driven by hiding or avoiding our emotions, but we're like, uh, like looking at our emotions and what we are experiencing head on and saying, I can do this. That's one of the reasons I founded Lives of Courage because I believe courage is one of the best emotions we can learn. We can feel in our bodies, we can memorize, we can understand. So many times we try to avoid feeling the fear. But what if we're like, bring it courage. I'm gonna feel the fear and take action. I think so many emotions that we have avoided are the most helpful of all emotions. And once we understand that emotions, we can use our emotions to help us move forward, like, oh, nothing is going to stop me. Here I go, here I go again. So I want you right now, you can write it down, type it in, to think about the three to four emotions that come up for you every day and why you think you have those emotions. And I also want you to consider what comes out, what comes as a result of those emotions. Maybe your emotion is a, a, a constant emotion that you have every day is overwhelm. You look at your to-do list, you look at your house, you look at all the things that are that you have to do and you feel so overwhelmed. What action do you take from overwhelm? Most likely it's over, it's frantic action. So I want you to look at like the way that we confront 
and recognize and review all the emotions we have right now. And there is nothing to be ashamed about. There's nothing to be overwhelmed. We're just going to do this work together. I think that's why having a coach walk with you on this process to say like, oh, nothing's gone wrong here. Of course you feel overwhelmed. You've got a lot going on, but I'm going to teach you how to choose to like feel that and move on to the next step. I love doing this work and walking with people because I help them see that their brains, nothing is going wrong in their brains. I don't know what's happening to my camera. It's either unfocused or not focused. Just, just bear with me here. So we're going to, okay, we're going to discuss how you feel your emotions, how to really feel them. And I've learned, you've heard me say this before, that if you do not feel your feelings, they're going to just explode out onto everything else around you. They're going to spill out all over the place. You're going to try to shove them. I think of like the way I clean sometimes. I'm going to shove something in a Tupperware or like a tub, a tote, as some people call them. I'm going to shove them down and then they're just going to explode out when the lid won't fit on. That's what we're happening. We're, we're carrying around all these unprocessed emotions and shoving more down on them. And it's going to just, it's going to come out. And if there's only one thing you take away from this conversation, this session, is that you recognize you're going to start to learn how to feel your feelings. You're not going to try to avoid them anymore. That you're going to do the work necessary to feel them. And I'm going to teach you how to do that. So we're going to, if you have questions, let me know. You can email me, hello at jessicastong.com. You know that I teach all of this and more, but wait, there's more in the Courageous Life Society. But I also like just listen to my podcast, watch these videos. You can get so much information that way. And here's what I know you're probably saying to yourself because you, I, I, I was you. Like I'm feeling all my emotions and it's too much. I'm feeling all the things right now. I'm worried about my kid going to school. I'm worried about virtual schooling. I'm worried about people not wearing masks or requiring masks. I'm worried about the state of the world we're in right now. I'm like the list goes on. We're having so many fears, so many emotions. We're in the middle of a pandemic. It doesn't seem to be going anywhere. So of course you're having feelings. Of course, all the pain and tight scaredness tiredness, anxiety, like think about all the feelings that you're feeling right now. But I want to just maybe have you think about this, that the feelings you have right now were probably the feelings you had before. They just might be magnified right now or exacerbated in some way. So I really want you to think about that. It's probably uncomfortable having all these feelings. Disorienting. But you can do this. You can work bit by bit to feel these feelings. Okay, so I want to teach you, and, and for those of you in the Courageous Life Society or who might be clients, know that this is what I teach over and over again because I think that there we need to hear it. We need to hear it and, and process it. And sometimes we do this intellectually, and then sometimes we have those aha moments where you understand your habitual patterns, your habitual reactions to emotions. Okay, so let's say emotion comes up. You have four options on how to respond to that emotion. The first one, we are taught at a very young age. 
and that is to resist the emotion. You're gonna shove it down. You're not gonna feel fear. You're not gonna feel shame. You're just gonna shove it down and not feel it. We're gonna shut that down. We do not cry. We do not pout. We do not like all the things that you probably were told in childhood, told at school, you're just gonna resist that feeling. You're not gonna honor it. You're not gonna listen to it. You're gonna resist it, shut it down. So that's one option. It's totally an option. When a feeling, an emotion comes up for you, you can resist it. Pretend like it's not there. Pretend like you don't feel that way. Never tell yourself, never tell anybody else that you're feeling that way. We think that that is the way. So much, I see so much in the world of coaching or psychology that's like deny your feelings to then get to the other side. Like don't feel that way, just don't feel that way. Feel positive, feel optimistic. And I say, no, no, I almost said BS, right? I say, oh, not on my watch. You need to feel it. The more you resist your feeling, remember, you're shoving it down and it's just gonna come outside of that lid at some point. You may think, and you guys, some of you might know my story, that I resisted feeling shame. I decided that I would not acknowledge a traumatic, assault that happened to me. I didn't tell anybody. I decided that that was fake. I just could compartmentalize it. I could put it aside. I didn't have any feelings about it. It was gone. It was erased from my brain. Oh, if that would only happen, right, sweet friends? So I carried around all that unprocessed emotion about being assaulted, about being powerless, about feeling like I was unworthy, feeling like I was the biggest fraud. As someone who was a sexual assault response coordinator and trained women on how to be safe at night on college campuses, and then I was assaulted. So I was like, I'm the biggest fraud out there. But I shoved it down. I was like, oh, we're not feeling that, not on my watch. And guess what happened? It came up, shove it down, came up, shove it down until I had crippling anxiety and had to confront it. So I want you to know that resisting your emotions may feel very helpful in the moment. I want you to see that you can deal with these emotions and I wanna teach you how. Don't think I'm gonna leave you hanging, sweet friends. So that's one option. When feelings come up, that's what you can do. Totally, you can resist it. Second option, another favorite of mine, I have lots of favorites here, friends, is to distract from the emotion. What would that look like to distract from anger? Angry at your husband for not doing the thing that you asked him to do. What, what, what would distraction look like? Going on and watching Netflix eating some food, you're angry, you're nervous, you're eating, 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 drinking wine, right? You're drinking all the things. What else would it look like? I noticed that I was using 
very thoughtful crossword puzzles, right? Like New York Times crossword puzzle app, I was using them to help my brain, right? No, I was using it to distract. Didn't have to think about that read from that screen. I didn't have to think about what was going on. I could just numb my brain with a crossword puzzle. It's shopping. You're mad, you're just gonna retail therapy. So how are you, like, are you distracting from feeling your feelings? Are you like, I can't feel this right now. I'm gonna do something on my phone. So I really want you to think about how you are processing when feelings come up. Third option, when a feeling comes up, again, I'm awesome at this, is overreacting to the feeling. So I always say this is when you like need everybody to know that you feel a certain way. You need everybody to know how sad you are, how angry you are, how happy you are, how upset you are, how shame-filled you are. Often we don't let people see that, but you're gonna overreact to the emotion. I always say like, I am the queen of anger cleaning. I get angry at my family members for not doing their job that I've created for them. I've written them a manual, don't worry. I've decided what they should do and what how they should act, right? Don't we all do that? We all have ideas. We have written books upon books of how other people should behave. And when they do not do that, we have emotions that come up. Mine's normally of anger that I'm the only one who takes care of the house. I'm the only one that cares. I'm the only one who can see the, the, the dysfunction. So I will anger clean, like I will need everybody to look at me and to see that I'm upset. I'm overreacting to my feeling. And then the fourth thing that we do when emotions come up really the option is to just feel the feeling. Simply feel it. You don't need people to notice you feeling it. You don't need a big production. You don't distract. You don't resist it. You just feel it. And then you decide on the other side of feeling that what you want to do, how you want to be, what you want on the other side of that experience. So when you think about that, I want you to think about your habitual patterns. Are you a resistor? Are you a distractor? Are you an overreactor? Are you a feeler? And oftentimes we have certain emotions that are easier, or we have certain emotions that are more challenging to our brains to feel. And so we kick in to distracting from them or overreacting. So the more that we work on our emotional responses, how to feel our feelings, the better we get at being consistent in feeling our emotions versus distracting, resisting, overreacting to them. And here's what I know, you can do this work. You may have been telling yourself a story that you are a redhead and overreact to feelings. It's just the way you were wired that you always get extra mad and you always have since childhood. That's just the way it's always gonna be. And that is untrue, my friends. 
you can use one of the 11 executive skills of our prefrontal cortex is emotional control. You can use your prefrontal cortex to control your emotional responses. It is never too late. It is never too early to teach these skills. You can do this work. And I always say, what a gift we can give our children. We can learn how to deal with these feelings so that we model for them and we are to them what they can see, what they need, what they, what they need in this world and what they can be in this world. So I want you to think about how you respond habitually. Do you want to change that? Does it make sense to you to change your responses? And what would it feel like just to feel your feelings and not need others to validate, to, to, to look at you, to know that you're feeling this way? Because when you have your own back, you realize that you and only you are in control of your emotions. You do not need, no one else can make you feel the way that you feel. And I think there is such power in that and that we can say anybody can do something, but I take responsibility for what I think and what I, my emotions. And so many times we blame others because who wants to take responsibility for how they feel? It's easier to blame others, right? Like, oh, they are making me feel upset or they are making me feel inadequate or they are making me feel like this isn't working and it's all my fault and I'm bad. No, you get to choose what you think about it. You get to choose the story you're telling yourself. So I, this was a 20 minute conversation and I haven't even, talked about how to feel your feelings. So here we go. So you now know the four options. And I want to be clear in this work that your emotions will not be 100% rainbows and unicorns positive, right? I say it's like halfsies. You're going to feel great half of the time. You're going to feel not so great half of the time. Your emotional state will not be roses all the time. But I want you to think about what it means when you say like, I'm okay. Of course, I'm feeling this way. Of course, these feelings are coming up. Chelsea, I, yes, we all seek validation. I find myself, I've done this work for how many years? We're just not going to go into it 20. And I still, I can, I can notice it in the act. But I, I, I look to my husband, it's not extra, it's not like, Big groups anymore. It's like, he's making me feel this way. No, no, he's not. But it's a better story. It's funner if you could blame someone else, right? It's better if you can say, he is the reason I am feeling this way. Instead of saying, like, I can choose how I feel. Okay, so, so thoughts, we know our thoughts create our feelings 100%, but that does not mean that we're going to feel good all the time or that we're going to force good thoughts because as we've said we have this negative part of our brain i mean this primitive part of our brain that brings up negative messages that wants to keep us safe that wants us to avoid danger and seek pleasure and do all of the things that this part of our primitive brain needs needs to do it needs to keep us safe and out of like harm's way 
So you will never have your brain give you 100% positive emotions ever. And if so, you probably have something wrong with your brain. That's very helpful, isn't it? So I want you to learn now. Now is the time to learn how to feel your feelings versus putting it off, putting it off, thinking that you will suddenly, magically think happy thoughts all the time because that is not helpful and that is not reality. And also knowing that when we are the creative of our feelings, we create our feelings by our thoughts, we're still going to have some unconscious thoughts, right? I, I couldn't be in the world of psych without talking about that, right? But just know that you are going to feel feelings. And sometimes in this work, we deal with the thoughts that come up. Sometimes we, do, uh, we deal with the emotions that you're feeling and then get at the thoughts. So it's very nuanced. And I think that's why the uh, work with a coach to help you understand what your brain is doing and not a coach who tells you that you just need to think positive. You need to confront, you need to tame it, name it to tame it, but you have to confront how you're feeling now or you're just shoving it down deeper and deeper and deeper. Okay, five steps, how to feel your feelings. This is my favorite, you can, you can do these five steps. You can teach your kids to do these five steps. As we've already discussed, it's, it's you can coach people with permission. As you know, I try to not coach my family members without their permission. Um, or my child's like, stop the therapy, stop the therapy talk. Anyway, it's his choice, it's his. Okay, so um, the first step, when a feeling comes up, you're going to name it, describe it without judgment. You are the observer, you name it to tame it. And I want to say this, some of us, cannot name the feeling that we're having. We just feel <gasps> tingling in our throat. So you just go straight to the second step, which is you're gonna locate the area in your body where you feel your, the emotion. You're gonna like know where it's at, what it feels like. You're gonna like, you're gonna say my chest is tight. I have like, my legs feel weak. My fingers are numb. I feel dizzy in my brain. And then step three, so step one is name it. Step two is locate it in your body. Step three, I know that you're like, come on, come on, but give it a color, don't care. Is it fiery hot? Is it ice blue, fiery hot red? Like give it a color. Is it orange? Is it pink? Is it where? So, and then you're going to visualize that in your body. You're going to visualize the spot, the color, all the things. And the fourth step is to breathe into that. You're going to take deep breaths. You're going to breathe into it. You're going to feel it. You're not going to avoid it. You're going to hide from it. You're not going to stuff it down. You might want to do triangle breathing. You're going to breathe in. You're going to breathe in the color at the place. You're gonna hold your breath and you're gonna breathe out and make complete that triangle. My children love triangle breathing. Triangle breathing has lost its, its fun factor for me, but for you, you might wanna count in 
inhale to the count of six, exhale to the count of eight. You do what your brain needs to do to feel and sit with that feeling, to sit with that emotion. Your brain needs this time. That limbic system needs that time for integration and to feel it and not fight it on the other side. Not to fight it, not to resist. And you're gonna breathe and feel that feeling, name it, feel it, be, be there, memorize that feeling for as long as it takes. Here's what we wanna do. I wanna just feel it and move on. I'm like, okay, and we're done. Sometimes you can, sometimes you'll take five breaths, feel your feeling and be ready. Sometimes it takes longer to process that feeling. And here's what I want to tell you. You can feel your feeling with children running around while they're in virtual schooling. You, because you are not overreacting to the feeling, it is not an epic event. You're able to feel, breathe into it without drama, without anybody noticing even. So I don't want you to think that you have to like wait. You can wait, you can. If you promise to not forget you need to process that emotion. And on the other side of that, so step five, and some people don't need step five. They're like, they feel the feeling and they're like, I'm good, I got this. Step five is really to, to, to really Think of a thought that will serve you. So oftentimes we breathe it, we feel it, we're, we're embodied into that feeling. And then the thought on the other side that would serve us would be, I am safe, I am calm, I can handle this. Many of you know I use conscious discipline. In my, in my family, I have my calm box over there for the kids. That's Dr. Becky Bailey's work right there. But that is the anchor thoughts that we teach in cognitive behavioral interventions. That's the work. You will just always have an anchor thought on the other side. I am safe. I am strong. I am in control. I choose emotional health. And that would meet you on the other side. I'm safe. So I really want you to think about what it feels like to feel your emotions. And when you think about your emotions and the, uh, the predominant emotions you have during a day, during the day, during all the time, what are you doing in response? And what would it be like just to feel those feelings, feel those emotions, feel that experience instead of pushing, fighting, uh, like fighting against it? Like, okay, I'm just going to feel this. I'm going to feel upset. So I wanted to talk to you about um, some feelings that come up often in my um, coaching practice. Embarrassment. When you feel embarrassed, you're, you're embarrassed, right? You're like, oh, what does I, I always mess up. You're going to take a thought. I teach um, the cognitive behavioral process. You can see my ring light. I'm totally busted for my ring light. I, I mean, I am clearly this uh, glowing. So we do the uh, thoughts, emotions, actions, results. 
So if the emotion is embarrassment, right? You're just looking at what that is creating in your, in your life. So, so I, I'm embarrassed. I did it wrong. I've messed up again. Uh, this always happens to me. I'm a failure. What, what comes up for you? So you would put one of those thoughts in the thought line. This is what I teach in coaching. This is what I teach in the Courageous Life Society. So if you're like, oh my gosh, I need to learn more. Just let me know. Just email me. Hello at jessicastong.com. What action do you take from embarrassment right now? You probably don't feel, do the five, five ways to feel your feelings. Right now you hide, you lash out. My favorite, I see this often when we're embarrassed, we judge others. We're like, well, they did it too. So think about what emotion, what is that doing? What actions have you been taking from the emotion and the thought that drives that emotion of I'm such a failure, I'm embarrassed, didn't do it, I failed again. The other things that we do, actions we take, we shop, we drink, right? So it's like we're resisting, we're distracting. And then what result do we get when we have the thought, I always mess up? Well, we mess up more because we're not working to change. So I want you to see that let's, let's do this. We feel the feeling of embarrassment and we do the five steps, the action we take to feel that, we, we then change the whole tear process. And we're like, oh my gosh, now I don't feel so embarrassed because I felt the feeling. I have a new thought, right? I'm figuring this out. So when you have the thought, I'm figuring this out, what emotion does that, I'm figuring it out. It's okay. I mean, you might have compassion towards yourself. So you went from embarrassment, I always mess up, feel your feelings, you go to compassion. I'm figuring this out, I have compassion. I'm safe. I'm, you feel safe. What action do you take from compassion and commitment even to figuring it out? Well, you're gonna take forward motion action, right? And your result would be you're figuring it out. So I love, I think that I would wish I could teach everybody the tear process, which is the first C in the cycle of courage. Because you, you're like, wait, I can feel embarrassed and it doesn't hurt me, it doesn't kill me, but I can then move it to, to something else. I feel it and then I move on. Okay, so I want to do, I don't know which one. Um, I want to do the emotion of anger or annoyance or, uh, I don't know. Okay, anger, annoyance, whatever. I just act out my emotions. I never really have a word for them. So thoughts like, no one helps me out. I do all of this on my own. Why is the world so messed up right now? 
No one's wearing masks. Everybody's wearing masks. The world is a mess. I'm so annoyed that this is my child's life. Anger, right? All those thoughts could get you to the emotion of anger. And here's what happens. What do we do? What actions do we take from anger? Let's take, let's say our thought is and what we're doing and what we're playing with is I'm so mad my husband doesn't help me do anything. And we have anger. What action do you take from anger? Lash out, control more, right? You're going to do a lot of controlling. You're going to boss. I don't know. I don't like using that word. And what result do you get from the thought he doesn't help out? Well, Who's gonna wanna help out if you're lashing out and controlling from anger? I'm saying this from a place of compassion and this is, this is, this is the work, my work as well. So let's not, let's not beat ourselves up. We're not doing that. Because we also know we cannot change from negative emotion. We can't change from negative emotion ever. That will not create long-term behavior change. So if you're like, I'm going to hate myself into losing weight. Sweet CSE, love yourself. Hating yourself into losing weight or getting healthy will never work. It will never be lasting behavior change. You cannot create healthy action from anger or shame or embarrassment or greed or I don't know, I'm trying to think of all the bad emotions. I used to keep a list because all of my emotions were just like excitement and annoyance. That's, that's the only ones I had. So I'm really working to come up with new. So what if instead of lashing out, controlling more and nothing changing, you would do the five steps, name it, name it, locate it, give it a color, breathe, Find a new thought on the other side, feel it, like you've felt it, you've processed it. And the new thought, let's do a new thought here. The new thought would be, I'm in control of how I feel. You get to see how beautiful my handwriting is. I'm in control of how I feel. love it. I'm so, I'm so fancy, aren't I? Okay, so I'm in control of how I feel. How do you feel when you have the thought, I'm in control of how I feel? Boom. Like, what is this? What I just acted out. It, it is like committed, controlled, in control. Is that an emotion? Sure it is. We're just making up emotions here. Confident, courageous, ready. So when you think I'm in control of how I feel, the emotion is courageous. So you went from anger to confidence, knowing that we don't normally make that big of shift, but we're doing it for demonstration purposes, okay? So, so we go from, what action do you take from confidence and courage and control? Not gonna like, you're in control of how you feel. Not how others act. You know that 
who cares what your husband does? Because let's be honest, you've probably been trying to change him for 15 years and it hasn't worked, it hasn't happened. So when you're in control, you make choices. You use your prefrontal cortex, your PFC, yeah, you know me. You probably, when you have the thought, I'm in control of how I feel, you probably feel freedom too, right? So you're like going to make choices. You're going to control yourself. And what result do you get? Control, emotional control. So my 20-minute talk, which is now 45 minutes, I just wanted to show you how we use the tear process, cognitive behavioral intervention, to really understand that when we feel our feelings, we create a new tear process for ourselves and we find freedom and abundance and goodness and all the things on the other side of that. So I really want you to think about this, think about your habitual patterns, think about what you are avoiding right now. And I, I know this, please hear this, that if you don't want chaos anymore, if you don't want to feel out of control of your emotional experience, if you're tired of giving away control of your emotional life to someone else, I've got you, boo. And you have two choices right now. Like if you want to join the Courageous Life Society, you can always join that. $65 a month, you can do that. I know that that is available to everyone. And I know that I'm teaching all of these things. Next month is Courageous Confidence. So if you wanna learn about courage or confidence, I didn't mean to do that. I'm not that, I'm not that thoughtful. I did, I just saw that. No, like if you want to learn about how to be confident, how to feel in control, how to feel courage, how to learn to fail, here's the deal. We're going to, we're going to try a lot of things and we're going to fail. And that will not mean anything to us because when we know the worst thing that can happen to us is a negative to feel a negative emotion and we know what to do, how to feel that, those feelings. We're like, bring it. Who cares if I feel embarrassed? I can handle it. And I promise you can get to that point in your life. You're probably thinking, no way can I do that. So you could join us in the Courageous Life Society and we're gonna go through all of this. You will learn the tear process so that you can do it in your sleep. And at first it's tedious. And after you practice it, you can do it yourself because that is the work. I wanna teach you how to manage your own brain. I wanna teach you how to be courageous and like coach yourself. That is my goal to teach as many people in this world how to coach themselves. If you want more one-on-one -on -one work, if you're like, er, sister, I have two spots available two. So if you want to learn how to work with me, you can go to my website or you can just email me hello at jessicastonk.com. If you're ready to not feel out of control, if you're ready to change your experience with your emotions, if you're ready to create better relationships with people, if you're ready to feel like you've got it 50% under control, I got you boo. I would say 90%. So please know that you, you get to feel how you feel and you can learn how to feel your feelings today. 
sweet friends. This is so much fun. I wish I could do this every day. I love this. I love that you guys, oh, Lena, thank you. Thank you all for being here. And here's what I can tell you. You are worth it. You are worth all of these women who are in the courageous. They are worth the work that they are doing for themselves because they are changing their lives. You can change your thoughts to change your life. You can do this. Bye, sweet friends. I'll see you later. If I can learn how to turn this bad boy off. Uh, I think I can. See you guys. And as always, I want to remind you, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you really um, have heard anything on this episode that you're like, wait a minute, you can go to jessicastong.com. You can learn more information about the Courageous Life Society, a group coaching membership that really helps you take all this information and apply it. And also you can get more information about one-on-one -on -one coaching. Thank you so much and have a great and courageous week, everyone.